everyone, I welcome you to my podcast, <laughs> to my novel debut, Sweet Cocoa and the Dream Hero. My name is Susanne Dreiber, I'm a novelist and personal stylist. You can find my links to my website in the description under the picture. Read till Friday for only 99 cents at Amazon.com or Kindle Unlimited. Today's topics, do you already know on PET? Part 1, short reading. Part 2, interview with Aunt Pet. <laughs> have you ever met Aunt Pet? No? You have certainly missed out. Who wouldn't want such a loving, spirited, great aunt and a style icon on top of it? You would think Dolly, Belinda's friend of the same age, would be Belle Glouse's confident. You got to know Dolly a little in the last podcast episode, and now you understand that Aunt Pet is the more reliable soul comforter and supporter of Belinda. So, who is this great lady? A minor character in Sweet Cocoa and the Dream Hero. Reading. <laughs> you meet her in the first chapter, pages 10 and 11. Aunt Pet, a well-known opera singer from the south of England, had appeared, wrapped in a cloud of freesia and musk. Her dress style always had a touch like the Queen's fashion. Today she presented herself in a lilac costume. Thus she remained a style icon on her solo tours, which were well attended worldwide, despite her advanced age. She hooked, hooked Belinda's artfully styled mane with her oversized English hat with great enthusiasm. My dear girl, you have my blessing. And to Robert, take care my favorite of my favorite niece and visit me in England from time to day, time. Belinda loved Aunt Pet. She was her only relative and she would have loved to be adopted by her. But when Pell's parent died in car accident in Scotland, Pat was seriously ill. Belle had not yet reached the age of one year, and so she was placed with a foster family in Germany. But Belle found no roots in Germany. She regularly spent her school holidays in southern England, and felt much more at home in the culture there. Part 2 Interview with Aunt Pet. What a Sunday coffee it was. What an exciting encounter with the lovely, bubbly Aunt Pet. I mentioned recently that I had to hire a butler and a maid when I introduced you to my new workspace, the Bidermeyer Secretary. This was really necessary because I was uh, excited before Aunt Pet's visit as I was at Dolly's that I was no longer able to do the preparations myself in the kitchen. <laughs> my butler and my maid provided the elegant floral decorations and even rolled out a red carpet in front of the fireplace to pay proper homage uh, to Aunt Pet. They had baked a delicious strawberry cake for Aunt Pet. The re recipe was given to us by Belinda. Right on time, she appeared in a black Rolls Royce with a chauffeur who discreetly stayed in the car. 
This has been her hobby horse since she was a rider. Widow. She lives in Turkey, a seaside resort, in a stylish cottage on the English Riviera, the birthplace of the famous crime writer Agatha Christie. She had lived there when her husband George, a commander, was still alive. I was almost breathless when she strolled into the fireplace room, waving her handbag and soon I would have courtesied. <laughs> because she looked so much like the queen with her lilac coat dress with gold buttons and a big English hat of the same color, purple handbag and her purple pumps with a buckle and a small heel. Charming and spontaneous as she is, she hugged me as warmly as she did all the people she liked. A night scent of musk and frisier came towards to me. She winked at the butler and stepped towards him. He became quite impressed as she immediately engaged him in a small talk about the table decorations. My maid cleared her throat, feeling that she was not being noticed right away, and she was immediately drawn into the conversation. Ampet was engrossed in small talk with my two good house spirits <laughs> until I coughed and invitingly coughed offered her chair at a coffee table. She sat down, checked her head creation to make sure it, if it still fit properly and carefully gave her handbag a noble place. The first round of strawberry tart was opened and she seemed to enjoy it. I asked her about her relationship with Belinda. She beamed all over. Belinda, my dear girl, who I always loved to take care of as such of as she has such a sweet nature. She gave before sipping her coffee. She had a wonderful voice. I asked her about her profession. Wow, she is a well-known opera singer and performs on international stages. I wondered at her natural manner and good manners. Such a Success didn't seem to have gone to her head. Yes, my dear, she said, from my youth I have also sung in my home church on the suburban theater, if time so permits. It's always nice. I have many long-time good friends through it too. I enjoyed supporting my niece in her, in her career and always helped her to have a cozy place to live when she was at school or university. I think that gave Belinda support to pass her education as the fine Robert and the Dolly, but you know that already. The two girls recently visited me in Turkey. I had a good impression of this Dolly. Just such a modern young woman, with a lot of courage, uh, courage and of course sophistication. However, I felt she was quite a good for my sometimes overprotective and very polite niece Belinda. Now I had to stifle a smile as I know Belinda's view of Dolly very well. They both bravely stood me, <laughs> stood by me in my new love, happiness with Baron, Baron Travis de Wert when I fainted on stage in Turkey. Dear girls, in spite of everything, from her mobile phone sounded the beginning of Pap Papageno's area. 
on the magic flute. She answered the call. Travis, how nice. Yes, I'm very well, and smiled at me. She looked around and spied the open French doors to the balcony. She excused herself and floated away. When she came back in ten minutes later, at the same moment, my butler and maid came in and took care of the second round of the coffee table. Aunt Fl <laughs> Pat flipped her silver mobile phone shut, stowed in her fancy handbag and continued. You know, my dear, I am so glad that Belinda has found her dream hero after the spectacular stage play of Dolly. By the way, I like him even better than the first one, because Jamie's great to fool around with, around with. We get along exceptionally well. He likes to tease me by putting Miss Marple on me. But of course, with Belle and Jamie, I had to help a little to make them a dream couple. She showed me some photo photographs from her gallery on her phone, including about her first visit to America with a friend where she met Jamie. There would have been mystery in Belle's family too. She would have hired a detective especially for that when she was on a world cruise. For Belinda's happiness and well-being, nothing was too good for me. When she rattled through her exam, triggered by heartbreak, I sent my college to cheer her up. And I tell you, I suffered so much when Belinda was in coma and I couldn't visit her for my concert engagement in Sydney in Europe. Belinda would never have been as well-suited to Rob as she know to her dream hero, she remarked at the end on the interview. But we are supposed to read about that for ourselves in Sweet Cocoa and the Dream Hero. Hmm. Thank you very much, I said, and thanked her for her friendly appearance. She hugged me affectionately, pressed a signed CD of hers into my hand as a farewell, and stalked off to the exit accompanied by my butler. And remember, till Friday, you can get a book for 99 cent on Amazon.com. What do you think of my book? Feel free to write me or leave a review. Countryside 605605.gmail.com You can always find out all the latest news on my Facebook page, Autor Susanne Treiber. You can also find me on LinkedIn under Susanne Treiber, on Instagram under Susanne Treiber, underscore style underscore autorin and recently on twitter at driver susanne have a wonderful day best wishes from susanne